Episode 135, A Definite Way to Build Resilience. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, my friends. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. What's happening today? I think I'm going to start out saying, like, where, what are you doing that's going beyond your comfort zone today? To think about that. So sometimes we get in the autopilot, we're just going about our day, but challenge yourself to get out of your comfort zone one time today. What would that be like? And what would you be doing to get out of your comfort zone? Something out of the normal, right? So there you go. Challenge is starting off um, on your Wednesday morning. If you're listening to this when this comes out, what are you doing today to get into that growth zone? So think about that. Because what we're really going to dive into today is how can we really grow, right? How can we really get to that growth zone? Because that's where we find our human potential. So we will dive into that and talk some more about that. Just to fill you in on what's happening here, um, our team is awesome. Every time I meet with them, we have our weekly group calls. And I'm just like so amazed that these women, more and more women that are coming that are ambitious and just strong driven women that want to see what their human potential is. But the way we're doing that is finding it through sports and athletics and eating healthy and coming in through the health avenue to try to make ourselves as healthy healthy as possible and as athletic as possible so that we, we learn to love ourselves. We learn to see what this potential is inside of us. And then we can go out and be our unique self into the world. And we can, we can love people that capacity. We can love it. The way we love ourselves is the capacity we can love others. And so when we learn to come and we're like come and we're playing on this healthy playing field and we want to see what's possible in our lives, we extend that to others and we want, we want to offer them the possibilities in life. So it's so awesome. And every time I'm just like, how did I get so lucky? So I feel really grateful and it's just going great. We're still talking about confidence this month, which we will be talking with the question that I'm going to pose to you is what we will be talking about and we'll be going in depth inside the team. So that's the difference. I love whoever listens to the podcast and you get to hear it, but inside the team, we apply it and we really make it applicable to our lives and we see what's working and what's not working. And we run through, I always talk about the ACE model to see where we're at. If we're at awareness, if we're in commitment, if we're at excellence and re- re- ready to start again in the cycle, where we're at. So that's the cool thing about being on the team is just seeing how it actually evolves you when you really apply it to your life. So what I really want to have you think about today, now that you're already questioning what are you doing to get out of your comfort zone, I want you to think, what are you doing to see where you can tap into your human potential? And that's why I want to say one of the ways is discover how to discover human potential is by participating in athletic events, in sport. And there's other ways, but it's such an amazing way and it's very condensed at times that we can really see these um, life skills that we learn from it. And that that is a huge part of our Team Elevate is just seeing how we set goals and then we go and achieve them. But it's really helping us build this character. It's really helping us build this person that we want to be 
by doing these external things, but it's really helping us create the internal person. So that's what I want to talk about. We'll have some, you know, other podcasts following along with this idea because this is a huge thing that I really want to focus on. But one of the biggest things that we, that I will share with you today is about resilience and how we really find our resilience and how to be a resilient person when we communicate, when we compete or even just complete athletic events. And a lot of things we learn, you know, when we, if we were athletes in high school, we learn these skills, but here's the thing. If we don't keep these skills up and we don't continue to do them as we get into adulthood, then we lose our focus on that. And we sometimes lose some of those life lessons by doing them and we can keep participating we remember the lessons we learned there that just builds on what we're still doing. It builds on as we still are actively participating in sports, as we're going out and moving our body. It's a way to help us continue to discover ourselves because if we just discover ourselves when we're in high school and we stop doing any kind of movement or athletic participation, we stop our growth. And we're not meant to stop our growth. We're meant to evolve and continue to grow. So as awesome as that I think it is, and for all the moms out there listening, I think it is such an imperative thing to get our kids into sports because it teaches them at a young age what what it's like to be resilient, right? To lose a basketball game and then go back the next day or the next week and do a basketball game again, right? Even though if we failed, it teaches the kids that failure is a part of life. And I think that, like I say, it teaches kids that, but I want us to realize like, as we continue to do this, it will teach us that failure is a part of life, right? That we show up again, even when we quote unquote, don't win the race, don't win the game, don't win the pickleball game, right? Um, I have CrossFit moms in here. I have moms that do marathons, half marathons, 5Ks, triathlons. They like to play pickleball. I mean, all the things. Like, we just want to be active when we want to move. But I just think it's so amazing to think about how much resilience we can we can gather from this. And I just heard this story, and I'm going to follow up on this a little bit better, but his name is Mason Sawyer. And for all you in Utah, you probably heard the story and you might even know him. And I'm hoping to get him on the podcast or just to be able to talk to him or learn more of his story. But he had a tragic accident where he lost his wife, two kids, and he has one son that's still surviving. His name is Blue. And I've heard him on podcasts and on YouTube. But he said that the biggest thing that he keeps going back to is he is a coach. I don't know if he's currently a coach, but he was a coach and he had amazing coaches in high school. And he talks about this. I love this experience that he shares, and it kind of really hit home to me because he said, you know, I mean, very tragic. Like, no one would want this to happen. It was over a year ago in his life that he lost, you know, his family. And he said he goes back to this experience when he was in high school, and they were down, or even his teams he coaches, but an experience where he was down 30, and his coach said, like, we're not going to win this game. But how are you going to be the character you want to be and the person you want to be to finish strong these last five minutes of the game? And that's what he says. Like, that is the resilience that he's learned, that he's learning still in his life, is that, like, he, you know, his family is not coming back. But how is he still going to be this person? How is he going to make this something that he can grow from or that he doesn't have to stay in the sorrow and all the pain forever? And how is he going to play out this last five minutes or this last, the however long his life is now without his family? And that is what I think it teaches us. I mean, so many times if we're in athletic events, it doesn't go our way. I mean, it's not really supposed to because else we're not going to be growing as an athlete. If it's always going our way, I feel like we don't always gain as much from the wins as we do from the losses. So that resilience that we build 
is imperative if we want to get better. And it's it's such an awesome skill to learn as as we take it on the court and then we take it off the court, right? Or on the mat, if it's a yoga mat or, you know, on the triathlon course, and then we apply it to life. And I've been reading a lot about resilience and it says that those people that get better at resilience, the opportunity to have this resilience, to have a failure, to have a setback, people that are resilient actually come become stronger from that setback and the resilience actually creates more growth in their life if they let it. And just like this Mason Sawyer guy, like he, he's, he's now a public speaker. He goes and speaks about this and he wants to help people with trauma. He wants to help people see that, you know, in a traumatic situation, it is hard because we think about ourselves and that he lost his family. And he's like, how do I help people see that they, there's more than just thinking about ourselves in this and how we can go out and from our experience, go and share it with others. But that's a resilient person, right? And I want to say that like, if we don't keep practicing that in our life, if we don't decide to do something to move our body, to continue to find ourselves, we don't put the focus and attention there and we lose a lot of that skill. And so as with anything, we talk, we have been talking about a lot in team now is confidence. Like you don't get to keep confidence if you don't put attention and focus to it. It's the same thing that you don't get to keep resilient. You're not a resilient person. If you don't keep having these things that keep creating your resilience and you keep building that characteristic of that. So I want us to remember that, that that is what is helping us, right? That is a huge component of sports or athletic is athletics is just helping us realize how to gain this capacity in that. And um, another thing is it, I've been reading to a, in really resilience, but if when we're down, this is one of the a key thing is when something happens to us out of our circumstance, if life gives it to us or a game situation doesn't work out or something in our racing or in our training doesn't work out, Here's the thing that's it's kind of a two two part thing is you know be having productive self talk but we can't actually have productive self talk if we're not actually aware of our self talk right so it's it goes hand in hand is the productive self talk along with the awareness of what's happening and those two things as we become more resilient we learn to understand what we're saying about a situation how we're interpreting that and when we become aware of the interpretation, then we begin to realize that we have so much more control of what the outcome will be because we are now going to drive from the self-talk that we're going to reframe it, we're going to reshape it. And then we're going to see, where does that take me? Uh, my actions are going to be predicated by what that self-talk is or the negative self-talk. And that action that I take is going to cause an outcome. It's called, in the psychology world, it's called internal locus of control. And the definition for that is they believe that the actions they take will affect the outcome of the event. So how that is, is how we interpret it. That's how we're going to find this um, emotion or this feeling that's going to drive into our actions that's going to affect the outcome. And so when we're resilient people, when we have that awareness to know that it's the interpretation that's going to change the outcome a lot a lot versus if we just stay in the unconscious and we kind of let that negative or we just think like everything in life has been taken away from me or this game is ruined now. It doesn't matter these last five minutes of the game or I had in, in a triathlon world like my swim was so bad, my bike was so bad. It doesn't even matter about the run now. And I'm like, no, the resilient person reframes that, reshapes it realizes the circumstances for what they are, realizes that what's already happened already happened. And then how do we use this productive self-talk to get us into a place where we can control the rest of our actions from there and the outcome?
I like to say it's called emotional flexibility versus emotional rigidity. And you learn that in sports. I mean, we learn it in life, but if we can learn it in sports and you see from a sports situation when we're flexible, right, we can pivot, we can cut, we can just, we can move. We don't get stuck in one place as a soccer coach and people are just standing still and not in a position to move. That's rigidity. Rigidity, right, is not flexibility. And I need them to be flexible. I need them to be able to go at any point. The same thing is in triathlon, right? Like is you need to be flexible and keep moving and not just stop. And that's what happens when we get to rigidity is that we, we're rigid and we can't move. And when we have resilience, we're flexible. We can actually keep moving. You know, you, you bend, don't break. You know, that whole the whole saying is that's what I want to help people see. And you get to see that because if – I have these clients and like they'll set a race goal and they, they accomplish the goal and it's amazing. I'm like, you don't just quit when like it gets hard in the middle of the race, you finish the race. And when they're trying to apply that to their food and they're trying to apply it to changing life other ways, they, it's, you have to take what you've learned there and come apply it to life. And it takes a little more trial and error to take um, a pattern that you've learned there and put it into your food or put it into your life skills. But it is possible because you've learned it there that, you know, say you fall down in a ditch, even if you're getting a, a bike wreck, but you still get up if you can and get back into the race. And that's the same thing that I say is like when we fit, fall into a pit hole or something happens, we learn how when it's hard to get back up, we learn how to do hard work. And you learn that through sports, you learn that through athletics, and then you get to see that play out into your life. It's amazing. And sometimes if we are a like we take that out of our life or it's, if it's a, you know, we, there's a void in our life and it's not there anymore. We don't, we can't continue to build that skill. That characteristic doesn't continue to build. And so we lose a little bit of that. Just the same thing with the muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it, right? The same thing with being flexible. If you don't continue to work on that, being emotional, flexible, or just being flexible on the field, you don't have that anymore. You get rigid, right? So that is the thing that why I'm really adamant and really passionate about saying like it doesn't just stop when we get done with you know junior high or high school or even into college it doesn't stop there because then we only have that snapshot moment then we don't have it now and we need to keep we need to build upon that to keep doing that so that is why I have the women on our team that we do choose athletic events to participate in because it helps us grow it helps us grow athletically but in a bigger picture it's really helping us grow on a big picture and a human perspective. And Mason Sawyer shared this quote. He says, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. And is actually from Friday Night Lights. And he said he's he uses that a lot in his life. So he interpreted it, and I guess is how up for your own interpretation, but clear eyes is meaning to see clarity, right? And he had to do this too, is that a lot of times when we don't watch that positive self-talk or the, of the self-talk and we don't have awareness, it's very unconscious to get into like, you know, the very like, he calls it selfish, but just thinking about me and not getting out, he said, but when we clear our mind, clear our vision, and we see, we reframe, we reshape and see like, what else is there now taking what life has handed me now taking this game that hasn't, you know, gone the way I wanted to this athletic event, that's not going the way I want to, or even in the middle of it, how can I finish this strong? Or how can I reshape this? How can I get clarity so that I can be the character and the person that I want to. But not only that, he says, but clear eyes is being like, then you get to go out and live your big life. You get to share that. You don't stay stuck in yourself. So clear eyes is mean seeing a big vision. How can we go out? How can we do that? And then full heart, I think is like, in from Friday Night Lights, I'm guessing, interpreted that you play with your full heart. You play with all the passion that you have. You go onto the playing field. 
you give it all that you can, even even if it's not quote a win, but it's you winning the bigger picture of life because you're learning how to be resilient and you come back. You don't just stay down when you fall down. Like the bigger person of character is what do you do when you fall down and the person that gets back up, that's the person that the character is being built is then. And so this full heart is like, I still come with full heart. Even if, even if the circumstances aren't going my way, I still come and play full heart. And then that's why the saying is you can't lose. Like maybe you actually lose the game. Maybe you don't win the race. Maybe you don't win the competition. But in a bigger picture, you have become this person. You have tapped into your human potential to know that you know how to do hard work, that you know how to like fall down and get back up, that you have failure, that failure doesn't define you, that you don't fail ahead of time. You're willing to try and try again to continue to see involvement in your life. And that to me is an amazing thing. That is what I think about. You know, my, my biggest sport that I do is triathlon. And it, there's so many lessons that you can go back onto a bunch of podcasts, right? But I talk about my race reports and anyone that I interview about their race is like, what did you learn? But I think that it is such a breeding ground for life lessons that I, I personally don't want to see people have to go without that. I want them to learn these life lessons in a sports situation that then they can apply to their life. And as we are an example of this, as moms and dads and those that are listening, we are an example that you continue to go after that. You continue to pursue your athletic goals because we're really trying to see what is possible in our life. How can we evolve? How can we up level? And we do that. We live by example. We offer that to our kids, right? We tell our kids to do this in high school or do this in junior high or grade school or anything, but then we don't keep doing that. And so it, it kind of, to really get the full package and the full experience, having them see us continue to do it is like, yeah, that's a real thing. They don't just say it. They actually live it and they do it. And we, and not only that, but we're building, we're still continuing to build our character. We're still continuing to evolve. We don't have to, we don't have to stop when we stop with sports. Right. So it's a twofold mission is that we continue to follow our dreams. We continue to follow our passions. We continue to, at some point you look back and you're like all the things like I wanted, I'm learning these lessons now through through doing these athletic events. And now my kids get to learn this. And I see this with my son playing basketball. I see it when my kids run is that they have disappointment and you don't want to take that disappointment away from them. You don't want to, you don't want to not build a resilience in them. And I've heard this example being shared, but you know, if you go into the weight room and they're lifting and you're spotting them and then you lift it up for them when you're spotting them, you're not really building the strength for them. And that's the thing when we see our kids and they have this disappointment, disappointment, or they have a game where they lose or they don't play good. And instead of taking away and blaming it, we're just, we let them sit with it and be like, that was a rough game. Let's talk about it. Or what can we learn from this? How can we reframe this to get better? We teach them that because the same thing, we're doing that for ourselves. We know how to do that conversation. We know how to ask them those things because we're still in it. We're still doing that when we have a bad participation or when a run doesn't go like we wanted to or a race doesn't go like we wanted to. We've learned how to reshape that. We've learned and we're continuing to learn how to be resilient. And we share that with them. As we continue to get out of our comfort zone by signing up for these races, by doing these things that takes us, you know, to a place of bravery and courage, we show them that that is a part of life, that they're participating in these sports, they're out there doing that, and that's, that takes bravery on their part, and they're learning that as a child, but as they get to see that as an example, it's just going to be reinforced that we're out there doing the same thing. And I know for me, like I want to build bravery and courage. I, I don't want that trait of mine to go. So I know every time I sign up for a race, there's still a little bit of like, uh, I have to kind of swallow hard and be like, 
you know, push the little button to be like, okay, I just signed up and be like, here we go. He now like, here goes a new adventure. Here goes a new journey of doing, I just signed up for a couple races for next year. And I'm like, okay, but I know that there's so much to be learned on the other side of that, that I'm willing to sign up for it. So as I challenged you in the beginning is like, what are you going to do to get out of your comfort zone? Maybe, you know, but if you don't, let me help you give you, give you some ideas is that next year, just like the women inside Team Elevate, we're all committing to participate in two athletic events. But since you're just listening and I'll have no commitment pattern on you, <laughs> know what your commitment is, I would suggest if you don't have a way to get out of your comfort zone, do it in a way of movement, a way that you're moving in a new way and something that you're going to sign up for a race or you're going to push yourself to the next level and see what that does for you. See how, see how putting this new kind of movement or this up-level movement into your life helps you find yourself on a new level and find out the, how resilient you really are, how hard you're willing to work with this grit inside of you, this emotional flexibility that you'll get that won't just happen when you do this athletic participation. It will flow into every area of your life and you will see that you are tapping into this human potential that you can, that you are made to evolve, that you are made for so much more than oftentimes we let ourselves in the time being, like in our current life, we don't realize that we're made for so much that we have to be willing to to do this. Sport will just push us out of our comfort zone. That's what I'm saying. So try to do that. If there's something else you want to do, there's other ways to find your human potential, but I just know this one way is a pretty surefire way to find it. So my challenge is for you to, first of all, get out of your comfort zone, but if you don't know a way to do that, there's a bunch of races coming up next year. Set your sights on something for next year. If you want to reach out to me on the socials at Cami Banks Coaching on Instagram, or you can CamiBanks.com, get on my um, website. I would love to hear about it. You can tell me what your commitment is. Tell me what you're committing to. And you'll see at the end of that, as you look back, you'll see all the ways that you've changed that can now apply to your life. So enjoy that. You know I'm here to always push you out of your comfort zone because you know what happens there? Growth happens. You become your next evolved self and amazing things will become of that. So I'll be back next week. Talk to you later. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I would love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.